Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cindy, a weekly devotion to strengthen and encourage you. Here is your host, Cindy Lauterbach. Have you ever changed your mind about something you said? Maybe changed your mind about a promise that you gave to someone. And why did you change your mind? Was it because what you promised you found out was impossible to complete? Maybe too difficult, so much more difficult than what you originally thought. Imagine this, climbing up a mountain. At first, you start out strong, you're excited, you want to reach the top of the mountain. But the task of putting one foot in front of the other and climbing this mountain is much more difficult than you had thought. The mountain is too big and now it's too high it's too steep it's too everything and you want to turn back you're thinking in your head how am i going to get down this mountain i want to turn around right now instead of climbing up the mountain i'm headed down and as you're heading down you're thinking why would I even consider climbing a mountain? You're thinking about your life, your nice, easy, comfy, cozy life at home where you didn't have all these difficulties. You're thinking, I want to go back to that. I want to go back to that which was easy, that which was comfortable for me. Have you ever thought about your decision that you made when you made it to follow Jesus. Have you ever thought about that decision? And have you ever wondered if that was the right decision for you? Maybe at the time that you made it, it felt right. But as you've lived life and as you're living life, sometimes you wonder if that maybe was maybe not the right decision. Are you settled? Are you truly settled with the fact that Jesus Christ is the only way. Or maybe contemplating that there might be another way, maybe even a better way. Are you just tired of waiting, waiting for God to do what you have asked him to do through prayer? You've waited maybe a week, a month, maybe a year, and you're ready for the result. You're ready for the answer, but the answer has not come yet. Did you think that by accepting Jesus Christ, he would fix all your problems immediately? When you accepted Jesus that day to serve him, wasn't that promise to serve him to the end? To serve him and live for him to the very end of your life? You know, I remember singing a song as a child. The song was called, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The next few verses go on to say, though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back. Another verse says, my cross I'll carry. I'll carry until I see Jesus. No turning back. The last verse, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back. You know, when I used to sing these, these words to the song, 
The words came very easily, and it was a fun song. We would all sing it, and we meant it, didn't we? But through the years, I wonder, have I always kept my promise? Have I always kept the promise that I would live for Jesus and I would serve him each and every day? Well, like I like to do very often, I did some research on the true story behind this song. And this is what I found out. Sit back, relax, and listen to this story. It's a true story. So these, again, are the words to, I have decided to follow Jesus. This is the story, the true story. So the lyrics are based on the very last words of a man's life. And his story goes like this. About 150 years ago, there was a great revival in Wales. And as a result of this, many missionaries came to Northeast India to spread the gospel to a region that was comprised of hundreds of tribes who were aggressive headhunters. God, being so faithful to his word, drew the hearts of one man, one wife, and two children, four people. With their newfound faith in Jesus Christ, it was now only a matter of time that the rest of the villagers would also accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they did. Well, the village chief, extremely angry by all of this, summoned all the villagers together. Then he called for the family who had first converted to Jesus. He wanted them to publicly renounce their faith in Jesus Christ or face execution. So when the man was told this, his response was this, I have decided to follow Jesus. Enraged at his refusal, the chief ordered his archers to kill his two children. And as the boys, his two sons, lay dead on the floor, the chief asked again, Will you deny your faith? You have lost two children. Will you not also lose your wife? The man again replied, Though no one joins me, still I will follow. The chief, now enraged more than ever, filled with fury and beside himself, he orders the man's wife to be killed. Two sons killed, the wife killed. So after witnessing the death of now his two children and wife, the man is asked one more time to deny his faith. And if he did, he would live. To which the man replied, the cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back. This man then too was put to death in the same manner as his family. But this story does not end here. The chief who had ordered the execution of this family, he was so moved by the faith of this man that he began to wander. He wondered, why should this man, his wife, and two children die? Why should they die for a man who lived in a faraway land on another continent some 2,000 years ago? There must be some remarkable power be 
behind the family's faith. And I too want to taste that faith. In a spontaneous confession of faith, the chief declared, I too belong to Jesus Christ. When the crowd and all the villagers heard this, they were in disbelief. So they followed the chief and the entire village accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. This man, woman, and their two children did not flinch. They did not turn back on their commitment to Jesus Christ, even in the face of death. They counted all things loss for Christ's sake. You know, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 tells us this. I have fought the good faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I'm wondering, how would we respond if we were asked to deny our faith? Would we run, maybe ask God to forgive us? God, please forgive me as I deny you. Or would we stand firm with him and face whatever consequences came our way? Would we be willing to die for our faith and respond like this man in the story and say, I have decided to follow Jesus? Would we say, though no one joins me, I still will follow? Would we suffer whatever the consequences were before us and respond, the cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back? No turning back. I'm sure we would all like to say yes. Yes, we'll stand for the Lord. However, we never know how we will respond when faced with such a question. You know, I am so touched by this man's love for Jesus and his commitment to serve him regardless of what it cost him, his children, his wife, his life. Who will help us stand firmly planted when we face trials and tribulations? 2 Corinthians 1.21 tells us this, it's God, it's God who enables us to stand firm in Christ. God will help us stand. God will help you stand. Not only does he enable us to stand firm in our faith, but he also goes before us, never leaving, or failing or abandoning us. You know, we will not worry when we realize who is with us. We will not realize when we realize, and we will not worry when we realize who fights for us. When we really come to that place to trust and to believe, regardless of what we see, our trust is greater. We see through the eyes of faith. We will not worry. Whether God uses our lives or even in our death to bring him glory. As Paul says in Philippians 1.21, For to me is, to live is Christ, to die is gain. May we be intentional to live each and every day keeping the faith and finishing the race that God has called us to. Have you decided to follow Jesus? Then follow.
and though none go with you, still follow. Don't turn back. No turning back. Thank you for joining Cindy for this week's devotion. We hope that you were encouraged and that you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to getting together with you again next week.